1: Huh. God, my DMs were filling over the weekend. Just were they, filling.
0: Were they uh, were they popping off?
1: Oh, they were just popping off and twerking. Yeah. Uh, just so many people concerned. And twerking. <laughs> oh, yeah. Working, twerking.
0: Uh-huh. Uh,
1: a lot of people being like, where's the
0: podcast,
1: man? Oh. We missed a couple days last week, not because of neglect or laziness.
0: Although we saw an opportunity to not do one.
1: And gladly took it.
0: Well, no, I we, mean, <laughs> I mean, we had a lot of contests going on. Yes. On the show last week. Too many contests, some might say. It was a lot. So I don't know. Do you really want to listen to a podcast full of radio contests?
1: No, I don't think so. Uh-uh. That's why it may happen periodically over the next several weeks. Yeah, that's why it's the contest. It's not because we don't care.
0: Oh, we care. Some say we care too much.
1: I think clinically I care too much. My yeah. doctor tells me I need to stop caring. Yeah That's what I've been told Uh, But I wanted to talk about today Uh, Today in actual time I don't know when Could be listening to this But it's October 3rd Yeah Which is a big day for A criminally underrated movie I don't think underappreciated But just When you talk about the great quotable comedies Of the last I don't know 20 years or so Uh huh This one is neglected but uh, On October 3rd He asked me what day it was
0: It's October 3rd.
1: That is a young Lindsay Lohan.
0: That's today.
1: In Mean Girls. And they call today Mean Girls Day because of that scene. Really? Yeah. And I thought that what better way to honor Mean Girls Day than to talk at length.
0: About Mean Girls.
1: Maybe even reenact a couple scenes. I don't know.
0: That is a movie right there. I saw it once when it first came out. I don't remember a thing about it other than... I really enjoyed it. It's really good. Oh, yeah. It's rock solid, but I couldn't tell you a single thing. Did Tina Fey write that movie? I think Uh, she did. Yeah, I don't know.
1: I think Tina Fey and Amy, they're both in it, her and Amy Poehler. Yeah. And I think Tina Fey may have written that movie, which explains why it's excellent. Tina Fey. What? Where is she? Oh. She was just in a new movie that came out.
0: Yes. And also, I started watching the third season of uh, Only Murders in the Building.
1: Oh, okay. The Steve Martin. She's in that.
0: Oh. Oh, yeah. She's good. been in every ep- every season.
1: Oh, good. I'm glad. Because, yeah, yeah she was one of those people. Like, I loved 30 Rock. Oh, yeah. I thought it was brilliant. And when that show ended, she kind of just disappeared.
0: She is still, to this day, probably my favorite Weekend Update anchor.
1: Oh, she's so good. Oh, my God, yeah. She's so good. And I think this was, like, the first movie she wrote was Mean Girls. Yeah, I could be wrong.
0: We could ask the internet, but that would mean you'd have to turn your chair and. Oh yeah, I have to open Google. Oh jeez, Tina Fey, Tina Mean Girls. Fey, oh my God,
1: I can't type. Tina Fey, Mean Girls. I know she plays the teacher in that movie. Yeah. Oh, written by Tina Fey. God wow. damn.
0: Is there, there's is there nothing she can't do? No. No. I
1: don't think they're, yeah, she's in a movie just came out. It's like the murder on the Orient Express. Oh. You know that movie? Yeah. Then there was a second one where they were on the Nile in Egypt or something. Yeah. And a third one just came out a few weeks ago. It's that same series? Same series with the detective with the mustache.
0: I like those movies.
1: Yeah, I know. It kind of came out during the writer's strike, so I think that's why there was so little buzz about it. Oh. There was no promotion of it. Yeah. But yeah, she's in it.
0: Huh, okay, I'm going to have to watch that.
1: Yeah, I can't even remember what it's called.
0: <laughs> Nor do I care to look it up. Murder on the Space Shuttle? That sounds right. <laughs> this is bad now. It's just us Googling
1: stuff. That sounds correct. Yeah. Tina Fey. Hold on, I'm looking for her filmography. Why am I doing this? I don't know. This is just bad now. All I wanted to do was shoot a little love to Mean Girls. Mean Girls the musical.
0: What? Oh, yeah. It's a real thing. I've never gone to it, but I saw it somewhere. Like, I saw it advertised somewhere.
1: Looks like they may be doing a movie version of it. Ooh. Okay. A Haunting in Venice is what it's called, by the way.
0: That's what it is. Yeah. Okay.
1: Sounds like a horror movie? No, it's a murder mystery.
2: Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Solving the world's problems one podcast at a time.
0: Lube City. Mm -mm. I've replaced the hand claps with finger snaps. Lube City Lube City Reminds me of the Adams family Oh yeah yeah In a good way Oh yeah
1: Finger snaps are good
0: Yeah Lube City They got 27 Alberta locations That's a lot of locations So if you need an oil change Or maybe you're starting to think I should probably get those winter tires swapped on Probably a good thought You can go see They'll do that for you too LubeCity.ca is where you go to find a location near you.
1: Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Just two guys watching the world go by. We can do a lot of things as grown adults in this world. Yeah. But using slang terms, it only gets worse over time. You have questions? Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly have answers.
0: The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. I taught preschool last year. We'd give the kids a healthy snack midway through their class one of the students told me this snack was bussin bussin this was preschool wow wow that's from krista be weird to hear a preschool kid use the word bussin
1: uh
0: somebody else said all the use of bussin has created a disturbance in the dad force it's as if millions of eyes roll happened all at once and then scoffed out loud yeah that's i will never be able to say bussin like i'll never be able to pull that off in my vernacular It would be a weird look if you just started to break it out. Yeah, there's just certain slang words, and everybody has one or maybe a dozen slang words that you can't pull off. Like, for me, it's sick. I caught myself, I called something sick once, and I immediately felt like the the color rush out of my face and the people i was with they all got quiet no one could make eye contact my friends are all staring down at the ground kicking imaginary rocks it was brutal mm-hmm. it was like for me uh sick is my skinny jeans like okay i could put skinny jeans on but i won't right so Yeah, that's
1: like me in the color yellow. Yes! Yeah. I can't wear it. Yeah. I can't wear it. It's the same way I can't describe anything as being fire. No, or lit. Like, oh, yeah, that's lit. Ooh, that song is fire. I said that, the club yeah. would just close.
0: They would. The DJ would
1: stop playing the music. The
0: club would close. Everyone they would have to te- go home. They would tear it down, and the land would have to sit dormant for seven years before they could rebuild on it. They'd have to bring in those showers, like yes. they brought in too. Con- decontamination showers. Yeah, decontamination like the- shower. Chernobyl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just because Bryce said lit. Yeah, or no fire. This this
1: Diplo track is fire. <laughs> This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast.
0: Just because you can wear the skinny jeans doesn't mean you should wear the skinny jeans. Mm-hmm. You know, like especially once you get to be my age. Right. You probably don't want to, like even though you can probably still get them on, might not want to wear them. Sometimes you got to be a pal and let
1: someone know that. Yeah. Go with the bootleg cut. Maybe the skinny jean
0: isn't the jean look for you. Yeah. Go with the boot cut. Go with the relaxed fit. The reason I bring this up is because we're just talking about slang. What was it, Merriam-Webster or
1: Oxford? Uh, Merriam-Webster. They added 690 words, and most of them are, yeah, they're what you hear people, you know, kids say when they're playing
0: TikToks and Fortnights and whatnot. When they're playing the TikToks and the Fortnights, right? Yeah, but oh. I, I, I mean, I remember a few years ago, I said "sick" once. As in, oh man, that is sick. And I immediately, the minute it left my lips, I'm like, ah, oh, you're an idiot. And I just felt so shame, so ashamed of myself. The room went quiet. It did. And like I said earlier, it's like my friends, everybody's kind of looking at the ground, kicking imaginary rocks. Nobody could make eye contact with me. I never said sick again. No, and good choice. Bro is another one I can't pull off.
1: Yeah, that's tough. That's can't tough. Do, I can't do bruh either. I can't do any of the lit or fire. You know, if I'm ever invited to a dinner party, which is never going to happen. No. But if I were there and I would just say, oh my God, this pot roast is fire, I'd be asked to leave. I would never be invited back. Would you say this pot roast is bussin? Bussin? I think I can pull off bussin. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Just like I could pull off horizontal stripes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Sure. Somebody, uh, I have two teenagers in my house. I have to speak like a diplomat at an accountant's convention. Otherwise, they are in a perpetual state of cringe. Yeah, I hear you.
1: I think being self-aware is the best tool you can
0: have. Yes. So at least you know. Somebody else said, a couple years back, I was hoping I could steer clear of no worries. I like the phrase. just feels weird since I'm not Australian. I say no worries regularly now. Sounds to me like you just needed to get some reps in down at the slang gym. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe yeah. you could say,
1: uh, no worries. Maybe you could fit in some of the slang words. You just need to give it time. You know, yeah. like you need to give it a full preseason.
0: Maybe what you need to do is go to a different town, go two towns over and bust out lit, bust out fire, bussin, mid, bust them all out. Yeah, go to a Dairy Queen in Stony Plain. Yeah, like if you live in Edmonton. Uh, skip Spruce, go to Stony, because that's two towns over.
1: Yeah, go over there, yeah. get yourself a hot fudge sundae, and tell them how bussin' it is. Yeah. And if the walls come caving in, you know, you need to
0: go further out. That's a good idea. Take your slang on the road. Somebody else said, I once said I'm broke as a joke, and was immediately laughed out of the room <laughs> by the much younger crowd who <laughs> called me Grandpa. I was 30 years old at the time, Mike. Broke as a joke. Broke as a joke. Uh, Hopefully they're laughing at your
1: slang and not at your financial struggles.
0: <laughs> well, somebody else. I said stoked yesterday and then apologized immediately after. I don't think I could pull off stoked either. So, well, maybe I could. Yeah, maybe. Again, yeah, two to three towns over.
2: You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast.
0: Welcome to the Garner Andrews Show. The show with you and Bryce Kelly and the new slang words you're test driving. I mean, they're not new. Maybe they're new to you. We're just talking about Merriam Webster dictionaries. I added like 600 and some words this year. Words like bussin'. <laughs> I had never heard that before. Thank you for doing the legwork for us, though. A couple of back to back texts from people. Tracy said, I just asked my 17 year old son if he uses bussin'. He said, Mom, I'm not 12. Somebody else I asked my 13 year old son If he said bussin And he said Like last year Randall says Hot take No one can pull off bro Problem is It's never just once Once It's every second word You're right The people who say bro They'll drop it in like Three times in a sentence Somebody else said My boys say Sus all the time I can't I say suspect The worst part is I correct them When they say sus, that's what people who use sus, they love it when you correct them. Absolutely love it. How about you? You're going to test drive some new slang. And like we said, if you are, don't slang in your own circle two towns over. That's what you do. You go two, possibly three towns over, and that's where you test drive your new slang and see if it works. Like Bryce said, if you don't get laughed out of the Dairy Queen... Bring it back home.
2: This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce
0: Kelly Podcast. Where are we at with the salad dressing thing we were talking about?
1: Uh, I mean, I'm a little surprised at the uh, the sesame. Oh, yeah. Asian sesame is coming out strong. That one's got, got some love behind it. Yeah. What is the number? Uh, Catalina? No. What was the number? Ranch was number one. Ranch. But Catalina apparently is nipping right at its heels. Okay, this is the power rankings of salad dressings
0: in the US.
1: It's not even power ranking. This is based on sales. This is not an opinion. Oh. This is facts, son. I only speak facts. Wow. And yeah, the craft released a thing based on sales. It said ranch was number one, but right behind it, Catalina. And then number three was uh, Thousand, Island. Thousand Island,
0: which is a fine, fine salad dressing. And, and zesty Italian, number four. Ah! Huh, wow. Okay. Now we've covered songs you probably don't want to walk down the aisle to, and red hot salad dressings. Mm. What else can we talk about on the show today? I think we've peaked at six thirty-four in the morning. Might as well go home. Someone did say to go with the sun-dried tomato.
1: It's uh, a fine, fine salad dressing. dressing. I think sun-dried tomato. When I see that on the shelf, I just assume it's basically
0: a watery ketchup. Mm. No, it's got some zest. Yeah, it's got some zest to it. Does it? Eh. I don't know. I don't want to talk about salad dressing anymore. <laughs> it's the Gunner Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It took me, like, it, I only discovered this, like, maybe two or three years ago, that you can customize a frozen pizza. Like, you don't have to just take it out of the box at home and put it in the oven. But how did it take me that long to go, hey, I could put ham on here, too, you know? I can put whatever I want on here. It just took me a long time to realize that. And we were just talking a few minutes ago. Bryce was saying uh, when he sees the jar of sun-dried tomatoes on the shelf at the grocery store, he says, ah, it just looks like runny ketchup. No, 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 no. Sun-dried tomatoes. Bloody fantastic. As a matter of fact, over the weekend, made a frozen cheese pizza. And that's what I put on it. And that cheese pizza went from yay to Yay. About well, you, are you um, are you customizing food at home? We actually got onto this topic because somebody had texted in uh, and said that they add uh, golden graham's to their chocolate ice cream, which sounds bloody fantastic. That's going to be the way I eat it now. Maybe some uh, lucky charms, some fruit loops in my boring vanilla ice cream. That sounds pretty good too. You're listening to the Gardner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Customizing food. You know, like I said, it took me years to realize you could take a frozen pizza and add things. Yeah. There's no there's no law that says you have to just take the frozen pizza, put it in the oven and eat it the way it is.
1: I know. I was kind of the same way. I was tardy to the party and then I remember watching someone put different and additional shredded cheese on top. Oh, yeah. I gasped. I clutched my pearls.
0: So, a lot of people were chiming in on uh, on Friday morning about the way they customize food. Hi. 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 How are you? Oh,
2: great. How about you? I'm good. I have a comment to make about customizing stuff.
0: (laughs) How is it that I got to this point in my life where it was only two years ago where I went, huh, you can put other things on a frozen pizza? I know. It's amazing. It's so dumb. Like.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad you found that out. My husband buys vanilla ice cream like the cheapest, cheapest vanilla ice cream. That you can find?
0: Yeah, like just boring vanilla ice cream.
2: Boring Safeway brand vanilla ice cream, and he adds instant coffee granules to it, and he makes mocha ice cream.
0: That sounds disgusting.
2: (laughs) I don't do it, but he's like, it's the best, and it's cheap, and it tastes wonderful, and it gives me a caffeine kick.
0: Well, I guess if you think about it, you put cream in coffee. Why couldn't you put coffee in cream?
2: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you
0: eat that too? No.
2: No. I'm like you. I buy tea bath, frozen pizza, and then I add mushrooms and pepperoni or good salami like that you get at the Italian store.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it's like we always have those things at home. We always have like a drawer full of like good stuff that we buy at the Italian market. We always have... We always have frozen pizzas for some reason, but I never... And they're always cheese pizzas. I never thought to put anything else on them.
2: Oh, I know. It's, oh. it's amazing. You can just buy cheap stuff, and like you said, you can just customize
0: it. I did... Uh, thank you for the call, by the way. I did sun-dried tomatoes on my uh, cheese pizza this weekend. Bloody fantastic, Bryce. Okay. I think, yep. I think you can aim higher than sun-dried
1: tomatoes. Really? What makes sun-dried so great? I don't know. It's loaded with flavor. Bah. Although she lost me too The uh, ice cream with the coffee That's gross I, I don't know Because it would be hard and crunchy like, It would be like Ugh. putting sand in your ice cream Wouldn't it? That does not sound good to me No, she lost me on that one The pizza thing I can get behind
0: though Oh yeah How about you? What do you do? How are you souping up your food? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast Honestly, I got this text message a few minutes ago from David And I'm not even joking How many times around my house I will uh, say something like, you know what would make this better? Peas. Like if we put peas in this, it would be so much better. And that sounds like a criticism of the food at my house. It's not. I just really enjoy peas in things. And then David said, when I make craft dinner, I always mix in green peas and chopped up pepperoni sticks. And then I top it with cottage cheese for that hot and cold goodness. I could probably skip the cottage cheese, but everything else in there, Dave, that sounds fantastic. Uh, somebody else says, oh, well, this is from Autoimmune Guy. I like to take a can of mini ravioli, add some garlic, oregano, and maybe a little basil, and then melt some cheese into it. That's chef on chef right there. Uh, how about you? Hi. Yeah, It's uh, Isaac, the d and guy with Adventure Corp. You're talking about
2: souping up your food? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got a real easy one. You know cheese buns? Uh-huh. Just shred more cheese over them and put it in the microwave for 20 seconds.
0: <laughs> so your customization is just adding more cheese to something that already has cheese.
2: You you know, sometimes you get a good pack, they put enough cheese on, but most of the time they skimp you on the cheese, and you got to take matters into your own hands.
0: Isaac, you're a regular chef. Thank you for that.
1: Thanks for listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. See music by Garner
2: Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm, mystery candy.